Welcome back to another Slab Stocks podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and today we are talking NBA action from the past couple of weeks. Uh, this is the start of what I intend to be a weekly NBA update, update podcast. I haven't totally figured out the structure of it yet. I said a few weeks ago I wanted to do five up and five down sort of thing, and I'm not sure that's how I'll actually do it. You know, Some weeks there'll be more ups, some weeks there'll be more down. I was taking down names the past couple of weeks of who I wanted to talk about in this introductory podcast. I ended up with about 25 guys, and I really don't want to do that each time either. I would rather keep it to like 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, so each week for the moment, I intend to just talk about a number of guys that interest me most for the moment. Uh, could be positive reasons, could be negative. I thought we'd start out with last night's big news. Michael Porter Jr., uh, great game last night. 11 of 12 shooting, 2 of 3 from deep for 24 points and 5 rebounds awesome. Hype around this guy is astronomical right now, mostly because we've been waiting forever for this. He was the number one or number two recruit in the nation by in 2017 by most sites. Uh, if he would have stayed at healthy in college in Missouri, he likely would have been one of the top two or three picks in a draft that included Aiton and Bagley and Trey Young and Luka and Triple J. He's legit. He's always had the star power, but he did get hurt. He sat out his entire rookie season, and he's been brought along slowly to start this year's campaign. Now, Mike Malone is not the type of coach that's simply just going to give out minutes to a rookie because they come with a high pedigree or they were highly drafted. Now, he's, he's carefully cultivated this culture in Denver that's based on, on toughness and selfless, uh, selfless offense and tough defense. Uh, but now, halfway through the season, almost, uh, MPJ, he's started to earn some moderate minutes in the rotation. You know, he's had two big games this past week. His PSA 10 silvers have jumped from around $100 at the beginning of December to 250 even 300 in a few buy-it-now sales on eBay uh, just yesterday. I don't know what's going to happen to his prices the rest of the year. Common sense says that they should just gradually cool off because he's not going to be carving out huge minutes this year, not without an injury ahead of him, that is. You know, there's so many guys on this Nuggets team. He got 26 on a night when Millsap and Gary Harris both sat out. Last night, he logged 23 minutes with the Joker Nikola Jokic in foul trouble most of the game. Also with Malik Beasley and, and Juancho Hernan Gomez getting did not play coach's decisions. The only way MPJ is going to creep up into the upper 20s is if Millsap or Harris or Will Barton lose minutes, and that doesn't seem likely. Or maybe if Malik Beasley falls out of the rota rotation altogether, and I really don't think they want to do that either. On top of all that, you know, as I mentioned uh, in the last Instagram post over at Slabstocks, he's not going to hit 92% from the field every game. His breakout 26 minute per game from the other night was 80% from the field. If he shoots a casual 50% this game and last and two games ago, then he's logged a 15.5 rebound game. Uh, three games ago, he would have logged a 13.6 rebound game. And then we're still waiting for his breakout and his card prices haven't, ju haven't jumped. So if he just continues to get 20 minutes here and there throughout the rest of the season, he stops hitting every single shot he takes you would expect his prices to cool off a bit. But with the league really just seeming to be chomping at the bit for this guy, I'm not really sure that his prices ever really will cool off. I almost expect them to just keep jumping at every big game, and then next year they've already taken off before he inevitably starts getting meaningful minutes as a cornerstone in the rotation. His offensive potential is sky high. His Nuggets team seems like it's most likely going to be built around him and Murray and Jokic, so... You know, get in while you can right now, or if you think that some of the hype will die down over the course of the year, then 
I guess, wait a little bit and try to get in a bit lower. It's hard to say what's going to happen at this moment. So much of, of Michael Porter Jr.'s market is driven by the absolute hype around this dude. Sticking with Porter's, next guy I want to talk about is Kevin Porter Jr. In my trade season primer from a few weeks ago, I mentioned uh, a few Cavs players that could be traded, including Jordan Clarkson. One of the main beneficiaries of that trade so far has been Kevin Porter. He'd been hovering around the upper teens to low 20s in terms of minutes before the trade. Now he's sitting mid to upper 20s. Last two weeks, he's been doing okay. 459 from the field on 11.7 points, 4.8 rebounds, and 2 assists. Uh, like Michael Porter, Kevin Porter has shown some real flashes of offensive upside and some signs that he's he's been able to start reading the floor a bit more. Things seem to be slowing down. He's got a tons of flaws in his game, which is really to be expected for rookies. But, you know, with rookies, sometimes you just look for the flashes and try to glimpse what might be coming in the future. Uh, quite a few Prism Silvers were sold last night. I don't know if someone was trying to stock up. Um, a number of auctions ended around 20 bucks. Kind of a dart throw at this point, but he's shown more than I really ever thought he would. I want to bring in his teammate quickly here, Darius Garland. He's also been doing well since Clarkson's exodus. Uh, last two weeks, he's sitting on 492 shooting with two threes a game, uh, 13 and a half points, three rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Some of the real downsides of Darius Garland is, um, and who's really been one of the worst rookies so far, is his atrocious shooting percentages, which was way down in the toilet bowl at 401 on the season. So the last two weeks, he's up to 90. He's up 91 points from that. Probably unsustainable. But if he can start hitting closer to 440, 450 moving forward, that's a huge step. You know, also not a great creator so far for his teammates. Only three assists per game. Pretty awful for a point guard, especially one who's been getting 28 and a half minutes a game this year. So there's just not much consistency from him. Eight, eight assists last night in 34 minutes. Four games ago, zero assists in 28 minutes. Again, he's a rookie, so these things happen. You know, with both him and Porter, both 19 years old still, it's just good to see some strides being made. Uh, Garland's Prism Silvers have been going on auction the past few days around 20 to 30 bucks. So if you have a little cash to throw around, want to take a chance, I think you could do worse than, than either of these two extremely young uh, rookies for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They also do have a teammate, Colin Sexton, who um, he's been doing better this year than he was last year. I really just don't like him at all as a player. I might be biased against him. If I was going to be investing in the Cavs, I'd be investing in these two rookies rather than Sexton. But who knows what's going to happen with Sexton's minutes, especially regarding Kevin Porter. Now, if you are looking for another penny stock type of player, you know, one guy I really like is DeAnthony Melton for the Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, you might remember him as the guy that got dumped into Memphis last year so that the Suns could get rid of Josh Jackson, which is not a move a team like the Suns should ever be making. Nevertheless, uh, he ended up as an interesting in an interesting situation in Memphis. Uh, at the time when he got traded, only the newly signed Tyus Jones was ahead of him on the depth chart. You know, that was, of course, until the Grizzlies snagged the second slot in the draft and were rewarded with Ja Morant for their troubles. Uh, so Melton, he started the year on mop-up duty. He was rarely getting over 10 minutes a game. And then Ja went down and with a back injury in late November, immediately Melton started getting some significant time. And now, even with Morant back, Melton's been playing himself into regular rotation minutes, and they don't appear to be going away. Uh, instead, he's settled into playing off the bench alongside Tyus Jones, playing mostly as a two-guard. The Grizzlies have been wildly successful during those minutes. 
No, if you watch the Grizzlies, Melton is just an absolute terror on defense, fully capable of standing around the arc and hitting catch and shoot threes on offense as well. Uh, So he's an interesting player. It's starting to get the time, and you can invest in him for pennies right now. His prism silvers have been going for under five bucks the past couple weeks. But if you can imagine, starting next year perhaps, him stepping into the extremely inconsistent Dylan Brooks's minutes, and he starts playing alongside John Morant, and then you have Morant, JJJ, Brandon Clark, uh, along with DeAnthony Melton. This could really be a you know a rising tide lifts all boats type of situation. A small investment right now for a nice, you know, not a huge profit, but a nice little profit down the line, I think, which might be good for some of you. Not all of us can afford to be dropping a hundred bucks or more on a card. So if you want to drop five bucks on a guy and have the chance to send it, to, sell it down the line for twelve, I don't know. Could be DeAnthony Melton. Another guy that's uh, well, a guy that's been on a downward trend lately. Uh, Nathan, if you're listening, plug your ears now. It's been Devontae Graham, my uh, brother Nate's favorite player. Uh, the counting stats are all there. 3.83s, 17 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists a game over the last two weeks. All very good. But it's come on some of the worst shooting that we've ever seen. Over the last two weeks, he's shooting just over 30% from the field, which is terrible the last time he shot over 40 percent from the field in a game was december 11th now obviously it's not affecting his playing time because uh, at the moment the hornets are god awful but there are very few teams in the league for which this guy would still be getting upper 30 minutes a game i guess the hope is that he's he's just in a slump and if so you have to admire the game because he continues to shoot it with absolutely no conscience at all but what if his uh, 343 shooting percentage from last year wasn't a low point. What if that was the real Devontae Graham? What if his 455 and 409 shooting percentages from October and November this year were mirages? And maybe this is who he is. If that's the case, I cannot believe that he'd continue to get the burn he's currently getting moving forward. I hope for my brother's sake and for the sake of Charlotte and the league in general that this is just a slump because he's been a fun player to watch. And and if we're being honest, he's still pretty fun when he's clanking two-thirds of his shots off the rim. When this dude pulls up, he's pulling up from 25 to 30 feet. He's a fun player to watch. His PSA 10s are still going for around 150 bucks, but he is firmly in wait-and-see mode right now if you're an investor. I am hoping that he starts shooting again. Speaking of Charlotte... I just want to talk about Miles Bridges for just one second. We haven't really had any news on him lately, but how bad is this guy? Now, over the past two weeks, 431 from the field for 10 points, 6.7 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. Season averages of 435 shooting for 12 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and half a steal. Now, the reason there were so many people high on him to begin the year was because, I mean, simply because he had minutes available and there was sim- seemingly no one else around to accumulate the counting stats. Given an entire offense on a silver platter, he has just taken a dump all over that platter. He's just letting all these guys skip past him. There really hasn't been much action on him at all lately, and understandably so. He hasn't done anything. Middle of December, his PSA 10 silvers are going for about $50.00. I am firmly out on him as an NBA player, but if you are invested in him, I don't know if you can stomach potential further losses, maybe just hold and hope for the best. If you want a quick 40 bucks, I would sell and not be bothered by it at all. A few more tidbits before I need to get going here. 
Uh, Jonathan Isaac hurt his knee the other night. They're calling it a severe sprain and bone contusion in his left knee. Huge bummer for him, but you know, obviously we can be glad there was no ligament damage. Uh, he's been in the midst of a breakout season. 12 points, 7 rebounds, 1.4 assists, and one of the real defensive menaces in the league with 2.4 blocks and 1.6 steals in only 29 minutes. His PSA 10 silvers have been going for under $100 the past couple weeks, which just seems criminal to me. Uh, maybe watch a few auctions, see if the action is cooling down on him due to the knee, and try and get in. I think this guy is going to be great going forward. Uh, one last little note. Siku Dumbuya, he just got his first start last night for the Detroit Pistons, first start of his career. Uh, currently just in watch mode, but uh, with Blake Griffin seeming like a likely candidate to be put on a permanent rest for the remainder of the season, uh, Dumbuya could have a ton of minutes coming his direction the rest of the way. Uh, last night he was pretty bad from the field, and with 10 points, 11 rebounds, and just one steal, and really nothing else to speak of. Not much to go off of here. He was the 15th overall pick in this last year's draft, though, so the Pistons are incentivized to see what they have in him. I don't know a whole ton about the guy, but just much like with Miles Bridges earlier in this year, he has the opportunity, so it's at least worth watching. His Prism Silvers have been going for around 20 bucks recently, so if you have some, just wait and see, and, and potentially something could happen. All right, that's all I have the time for, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. See ya!